Ladies and gentlemen and variations thereof, welcome to the Selectives Lorecast, a casual Elder Scrolls podcast. I forgot to give you orders. You're just gonna have to go like Sorry, you're just gonna have just, to wing it. Just just yeah. go first, James. I'm 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 <laughs> sure you guys are used to it by now anyway. I don't even know why I bother. Uh, my name is Rotten Dead. I'm moving me today are I am James, also known as Aramethius. And I'm Andrew, also known as the White Guar. Also, I mean I there's heard. only there's only two of you, so I mean screw it, you know. I, <laughs> so I don't need my recording software? Keyword, oh shit. Casual. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, we forgot to we forgot to do the recording timing thing yeah. too. So, oh well, that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Um, the the okay. you saying the audio quality has been reasonably good these days anyway. So mm-hmm. it, it's been it's because my mic is bonkers. Okay. Um, <laughs> and okay. Uh, it's it's actually uh, um, yeah. I, I would actually own it up to I think everybody getting like decent recording equipment. Um, but I mean, there is, there's still, nonetheless, there's a noticeable difference between the quality of my voice and the quality of y'all just from Kazoom just mangles everything. Um, anyway, people have better internet connections. Yeah, a little bit. Mortal Kombat with Gilbert Godfrey doing the vocals. Stop. I'm getting turned on. Um, I can only only get so erect. Yeah. So, uh, today we're talking about the Mages Guild, uh, because that's a good it's a it's a good thing to do. We we've just kind of decided to go through all the guilds that we can think of, and um um uh, and the Mages Guild is is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> really, really sizzling this idea here. Um, yeah. And uh, one one of the things that uh, uh, that uh, Aramithius and I were going over before the cast started was the origin of the Mages Guild, which was that originally. So originally, when this particular Kalpa started, the only organized group. That's a that's not a fair statement, but a large organized group of ma- of mages would uh, that were all organized with the idea of studying the arts of magic, you know, in a, a somewhat pseudo scientific sort of way, as scientific as you can get in Tamriel, where this was the Sigic Order, um, who were apparently started right about the same time that the uh, first uh, that they first populated the um, um, Somerset Isles, I think. Is that what it's well, not entirely. Um, the the Sigics came about because of the a religious schism within um, Altmeri society. They started. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the original ancestor worship, and then the worship of the ancestors of their betters is the way that the pop right. guide puts it. And mm-hmm. the Sigics said, "Nope, we're going to carry on worshiping everyone." So they right. split off then. And, and to a degree, uh, at least according to what I'm reading here in UESP, that uh, I, uh, apparently I'm I'm right that it was founded during the early settlement of the Somerset Isles. Yep. But um, the idea that the uh, Sigic Order differed from the... Sir, are you looking for the bathroom? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, that the Sigic Order differed from the majority of the way the Altmer worked because my old dog is circling right now. Um, it was because they were uh, uh, suggesting that it was okay to study Padme, um, which they suggested was uh, uh, just as important as studying Anu, which... Is a very unaltmer kind of thing to do, but um, the some of the well specifically, I think James, you were going to say like at least Vanis Galarian, one mage at least, um, disagreed with the idea that the Sigic Order should be the only organization doing this, and that it should the Sigic Order should be limiting um, acceptance of members according to capability, and that he wanted to spread. Um, the uh, use and education of magic among anybody who could was interested basically and had the money but we'll get to that. and had the money um and 
Yeah, and that's a uh, that that was specifically the thing that the, the first thing I thought of, which was how convenient for Vanis Galarian that you have to pay to get into the Mages Guild, and that you uh, and that the Mages Guild also does things like sell potions and <laughs> and uh, enchantments and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And wow, this is working out really well for Vanis Galarian's pocketbook. Um, whereas the Mages, whereas the Psychic Order, as you know, will sometimes fuck off and disappear for hundreds of years at a time and not tell anybody about it. Um, so, uh, so James, what do you what do you think about Vanis Galarian? You've got ideas. Yes, I have. Um, I basically had the idea that he was Tam Tamriel's first industrialist, if I can yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Um, he's um, because he was trying to essentially kind of mass pr mass produce, insofar as that is possible, magical capabilities. The Sigics had. An idea that if you if you want to study magic, you should be capable of holding it, and so on. One of the big innovations that the Mages Guild have, in contrast to the Sigics, is that they do things like produce potions and enchantments that people can buy. They um, they um, each kind of Mages Guild hall is almost in essence a little kind of magic or goods factory. If you want to start applying, and I'm, I've had a request in the um, in my, in my podcast Discord, to start thinking about. And the Elder Scrolls in it from a kind of a Marxist lens, which I'm probably yep. not equipped to do. Uh, but <laughs> if, um, if you sort of think about um, the Mages Guild as a kind of a um, as a franchise to bring about the pr the, pr the further production of magical goods and to to an extent to an extent democratize it, sure. But there it's but Galerian is producing is again producing those magical factories which allow you to use magic to enhance the general ways of doing things if you had say a farmer who was so was so inclined to give all his workers stamina potions you can start the equivalent of an industrial or an of the slightly equivalent of an agricultural revolution yeah. if you have someone who wants to um who wants to have an enchanted water wheel that will always rotate at a specific rpm you mm -hmm. have something approaching um something approaching constant power like electricity mm -hmm. um, galarian's idea for bringing that to people who um not just the people who were um who were qualified to cast it and do it themselves and build the stuff rather just than simply... anyone just anyone who can buy it and right. use it mm -hmm. is is just an accelerant for tamriel's capability and um as anybody who's studied technology at all in college um as a computer scientist uh, we can tell you that we're, we're more than comfortable with saying that um, the acceleration of production directly benefits um, people who are already rich enough to afford the uh, acceleration. So um, what effectively what Vanis was doing was, make, was lining his own pockets while making other rich people even more rich. It's also um, potentially the creation of the bourgeoisie. Again, if we go back to the Marxist thing, mm -hmm. if you were rich enough to say... To, to to afford those sorts of potions twice a week, you'd still get a leg up for, um, compared to someone who couldn't afford them at all. You could get, yeah. um, you could create a sort of a middle class. Whereas, um, where, um, whereas with the arist the aristocracy, if you think about how the Sigics work, they would already kind of be advising kings and have the market cornered, if you like. Mm -hmm. So, um, the Mages Guild would have to. Um, kind of operate amongst the people who didn't have that, who weren't listening to the Sigics and saying, um, saying that magic shouldn't be performed this way. So yeah. you do have that formation of the bourgeoisie in well, in that fashion because it's, and, it's a new class emerging. And and what gets me a little bit is that Vanis Galarian kind of 
he PR'd it that, uh, you know, oh, this is for the good of everybody. I'm being mm-hmm. generous right now. I, I'm making magic available to everyone. Look well, at how I, great I am. I, I actually have an argument for that, um, but, oh, okay. but go ahead. Yeah. No, I mean, that was, that was oh. pretty much it. I mean, oh, okay. he's, he's, you know, under, under the, the, uh, veil of, of, um, you know, generosity, mm-hmm. he, He's, and you know, becoming ultra rich. <laughs> well, well, that was a convenient side effect, and I, I and I, I don't want to get like I don't want to throw this cast too too rapidly into um what what uh, on a global uh, scale would be considered a centrist polit- political view, but in America, a uh, far left. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but what I want to uh, uh, what I what I do want to say is that uh, Vanus did have a very good argument that um, up until the formation of the Mages Guild, the Sigic Order basically had a closed off yeah, uh, license to study. On it. Yeah, and and this this technology, if you think about it that way, was not spreading throughout Tamriel. It was basically being cloistered, studied, and manipulated by the Sigic Order. And that the Mages Guild, while they while they were certainly providing these services and this education for people who were rich enough to afford it, at the very least, that was still a wider base of people than what the Sigic Order was allowed. Sure. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, and, no, no arguments there. And because the uh, uh, Mages Guild presumably, this is a guess, did not have any constraints put on people who bought their services. You could then go and get an education in the Mages Guild and then disseminate it for free if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, well, well, well that, 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 that goes again, a bit against how guilds operated historically. True. Well, that and there's a quest in, uh, in Balmora. Um, I don't remember that. Yes. That's name. Yeah. For the Telvanni. Oh, there's, there's, nope. yeah, there's, there's a, no, uh, yeah, it's the, it's the Mages Guild. She it wasn't, says, oh, okay. there's, there's, there's someone over in the uh, Southwall Corner Club giving healing spells for free. For free. We can't yeah, have we don't do that. that. You got to mm-hmm. convince him to stop or get him to pay us our dues. Yeah. And, and what's interesting, however, is that that is a that appears to be a cultural thing, because in Skyrim, you can go to the temple of in uh, uh, and get healing. And there are a lot of people sick and waiting uh, healing and treatment for free from yeah. the priests who practice there. So um, yes. restoration magic is not, um, well, you know. At, at, at well, the same time, though, the major skill doesn't exist anymore by the time of Skyrim. That's yeah. a, a very good point, yeah. And there's, and there's also the question as to whether restoration is a valid school of magic. So. <laughs> it is a valid school of magic. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm not even going to dignify that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, but 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 that is also that is a very valid point that the Mages Guild weren't around really to object to that anyhow. So yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's not a not a good point. Uh, um, do we have anything in Oblivion about which takes place at about the same time, roughly as uh, Morwind? Was there anything uh, yeah, in I mean, Oblivion it's, it's, it's about? Only, it's only six years. Um, I, yeah, um, I I do I do remember that there was a again with the Balmora Mages Guild. Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, um, at the t- at the time of the Elder Scrolls Three, there was a point where you basically are sent to go to sent to go and extract membership dues from a particular couple who were hiding out in the yeah. mountains somewhere near mm-hmm. Balmora, and if they didn't cough up, you killed them. Yeah. Um. So there yeah, there yeah. is that aspect of the Mages Guild is trying to uh, operate a monopoly. That that one that one dark elf chick right in the the foyer of of the Balmora Guild Hall. She's bloodthirsty and addictive, <laughs> and you're you're like her her little tool Pawn. of vengeance. Yeah. yeah. So she's a Dunma. 
Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There. There were. Yeah. There were restoration mages in Cyrodiil, but um, what I'm wondering is if the mages guild. What I'm wondering basically is what I'm proposing is. Were the constraints in membership and dues and etc. that we saw in the Mages Guild in Morrowind the same practice all over Tamriel, or is it regional? I I would be inclined to say it might be regional simply because the Mages Guild well, in Morrowind was um, had House Telvani to worry about because mm. they were House Telvani were very very aggressive. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Mages I'm Guild. thinking I'm thinking it's more a franchise thing kind of yep. think so yeah because because if you've got because the the mages guild is from the the guild charter from mm-hmm. from like the second era um mm-hmm. and so they have they have a central thing in the imperial government like that's mm-hmm. that's what allowed them to exist in the first place yeah. but then you know i mean you can't have people i mean I suppose in a world where teleportation and time travel and all this shit is a thing, it wouldn't be so hard to travel from province to province relatively easily. But that sounds like a lot of work. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, let's just establish, okay, uh, you know, we're going to have a guild master over here and a guild master over here and a guild master over here. And you're just going to kind of operate in your area, but you'll report back to us. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I mean, we're never told that specifically. But if I were going to make sense of how it's portrayed in the games, that's what would make sense to me. Yeah, it's the the, lo- the local um, the local offices do kind of tie into the the central hierarchy, but they operate very much uh, they they operate kind of loosely affiliated too. Because if I remember rightly, Trebonius was was um, was put, um, was basically sent out to Morrowind to run the thing to get him out of the way. Mm-hmm. That that was the impression that I had. Yeah, um, of I, I what vaguely, he says. Re- I vaguely recall something like that. Yeah. So that um, so there is that sense of this is both a central organization and something that has local quirks because the central organization is what gives you the ass of Trebonius. Um, in, yeah, which um, it's, it's just bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah. You know, which, it's bureaucracy and politics. That's you know. Yep. Which is particularly sad when it comes to the Mages Guild, I think, because um, there is one book, I think it's, is it Galarian the Mystic, that um, that states that Galarian um, says that the, the Guild has become a massive morass of political infighting at the end, which is kind of why he becomes um, so distant from it. Um, mm-hmm. at, I'd, have, I'd have to go back and reread points. it, but I, I'm, um, I'm sure it says that in there. <laughs> it's, it's, it says that somewhere, and if the, if that's true then the guild structure kind of takes over and it, the machine becomes its own thing. Because yeah. as, and as the Mages Guild was founded, um, it was basically... Um, it, um, it was founded right after um, Manamarco was banished from, um, from Artem. Um, and uh, from the way that... Um, the way that um, I think Vanus's own words kind of put it is they, he kind of screams at the Sigics. Um, what you're just going to inflict that on Tamriel, really? And kind of, um, kind of, pa- then packs his bags and storms out. Yeah, I get, I get the impression that his original intent was to create an organization to oppose Manamarco, 
that mm-hmm. he was setting up his own sort of movements to deal with whatever Manamarco was going to come up with, which gives the, the organization a very, very specific mission as well as anything else. It, it, but, is, a, it is a sexier plot idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, 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 re- I really kind of like the idea of, um, of, of Venice Galarian and Manamarco as kind of the brother rivals archetype. Mm-hmm. Like a, like um, a Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Yeah, yeah that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah thing, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, um, but the guild basically isn't prepared to deal with that. I mean, if you look at how it works in ESO, they kind of come in at the end-ish because because Venus kind of feels like it that they're not actively involved in hunting down the Worm Cult. Um, it's if anything, the Fighters Guild is more involved with that because they because they're dealing with the consequences of the Dark Anchors. So, uh, but the Mages Guild quest line has pretty much nothing to do with Manamarco. So even by the time of ESO, which is only a couple of centuries, two, three centuries after its founding, they're already kind of stuck in their own little bureaucratic mystical world rather than actually have dealing with the message that they were going to, they were founded to do. I, I mean, that's a bit of a stretch, I think, that mm. um, saying that they were founded to do that, but that Venus kind of hairs off to go and chase um, um, to, to go and chase um, Man- Manamarco. Um, it feels like that's almost what he's trying to do, at least to me. Yeah. And that's, I mean, like I said, I, I, I think it's a, it's a much sexier plot line than, you know, um, that, that people can get their teeth into the, other than, you know, Vanis Galarian is a industrialist and is profiting off of, Etc. A regular um, Thomas Edison. But uh, but uh, I I don't know. I, I really like the the complexity of the character from a you know from a uh, from the standpoint of a capitalist I'm, I'm, gone insane. I'm be honest, like his, his portrayal in ESL. Mm-hmm. He's really annoying, <laughs> and I yeah. and I really hate him. Like mm-hmm. I, he comes and he talks to me, and I'm like, dude, just shut the fuck up. I don't yeah. want to hear you talk. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I can kind of see that. Well, I can kind of see ESO almost at the midpoint as far as he's concerned. Mm-hmm. That he's founded the thing. It's done really well. He's gained success. You're you're talking to <clears throat> essentially the Elder Scrolls equivalent of Thomas Edison or Elon Musk. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and but it's not co- it's not got to the point yet where he's jaded with the whole idea. He's not um, showing up but, in Joel Rogan's po- podcast yet. He's, no, yeah, mm-hmm. he's just just smoking mad nern root. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. not. It's yeah. um the the book that where um where it's quoted that Van Galarian says that the book has the guild has become a morass of political infighting mm-hmm. is explicitly not in ESO. Um, it's what it's one of the few that didn't get replicated. So, it, mm-hmm. so my my inclination is mm-hmm. that the guild becomes a machine, mm-hmm. um, at a point later than ESO. And that's um, that. And just you saying the machine gets me back to the idea of the industrialization of magic. Yeah. Um, which I, I think is something that we've brought up tangentially in these casts before while talking about other stuff is the idea of magic as technology in um, Elder Scrolls and mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in the Elder Scrolls lore universe and the extended. Elder Scrolls Cinematic Universe. I don't know. Uh, and the uh, and the thing that um, the the thing that you have to consider when you're t- when you look at the argument of like it, because every once in a while, I mean, uh, uh, Guar, you get this on 
TS lore, somebody gets a, a, a hair up their ass to ask about why there aren't firearms in Tamriel. And uh, this, you know, uh, and, and we have to point out that there are cannons and also it's just a yeah. video game. You should cannons, really just relax. Uh, <laughs> cannons, the Dwemer arc bus. Yeah. Uh, fire salts and Kindle pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, Crossbows. Those, that, are, those uh, always come up. Yeah. And um, and Every so time. inevitably we end up, you know, turning back to the argument of, well, magic is like technology. You know, um, yeah. if the universe has yeah. been around for, I think I calculated it, but I don't remember what the number is anymore. But this this particular calp has been running for over 8000 years or something like that. Then, um, you know, why haven't people developed blah, blah, blah. And the answer is because magic technology is 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 what we're working with here. Um, and there's also been some arguments that magic has that the technology of magic has gone down um, for yeah, a while. Uh, well, well, I think a lot of that is because uh, that was something <clears throat> that Todd Howard had said that oh, if magic disappeared from Tamriel, very few people would actually notice, which I think is horseshit. Yeah, um, because. <laughs> Tamriel is a pretty high magic setting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, not not like Eberron high level, but it's uh, it's it's pretty well. pretty noticeable. Mm-hmm. At least you know until you get to metaphysical stuff. But that's we're, well. We're not uh, uh, also, I mean, again, but uh, I'm actually kind of really glad that Todd Howard said that because the thing you have to remember about um, the Elder Scrolls universe is that it's written by many people and they don't all have the same view. Yeah. Uh, and and people tend to hold Todd <clears throat> Howard because he's like the the you know creative lead or whatever mm-hmm. you know that what he says must be what goes and um, yeah ain't always but, ain't always the case uh, he, his his particular vision does not permeate every single level of yeah, an Elder Scrolls I'm, game I'm, so. I'm, I'm not re- I'm not really interested in Todd Howard's Elder Scrolls I'm more interested in yeah more sufficient fun Elder Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, that, that's actually it's being pointed out in uh, um, Arthur C. Clarke's quote about any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And yeah. uh, Lady Nerevar's twist on that, which is any dis- any distinguish- significantly advanced magic is indistinguishable from technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where a lot of, um, you know, sixth era, fifth era stuff um, in the Elder Scrolls starts to look like, you yeah. know, well, even even second spell jammer, you know, hmm. Yeah, well, even second era stuff like we well, talked yeah. about way back in episode twenty one, Space Lore. Go watch it; it's my debut. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. We talked about you know mana knots and and sunbirds and mm-hmm. and battle spires and and mm-hmm. all of this Magitech spell jammer stuff that yep. you know really permeated the lore before Morrowind was really a you know a thing mm-hmm. with with, with mm-hmm. Red Garden Battle Spire specifically. Yeah, Clockwork City already looks like technology. Yeah, that's yeah, a very good point. Yeah. And Clockwork City's not even doesn't even have the common decency to be Steam like uh, Dwemer. So yeah, it's yeah, it's it's yeah. it's like oh, what would you even call it? like non Euclidean non Euclidean Clockwork? That's, that's yeah, what yeah, it it's, it's it's not it's not digital. It's all yeah, very yeah. analog and and mm-hmm. you know physical moving parts, but. Yeah. But yeah, not not yeah. Not it's kind of uh, it's 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 clock punk. It's kind of yeah. 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 It's like you know it's like those transformers in the movie where they they turn they turn in from a car into a robot and bits because bits come sliding out of other bits that can't possibly yeah. contain the first bits. You know. Yeah. And if you you know collectively this giant robot appears out of a much smaller machine that the, yeah. the mass just Fucking doesn't work. 
Fucking Michael Bay. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like Iron Man's suit. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And that's sort of like, uh, that's kind of the thing that we, uh, that, um, uh, that I get really excited about with the Mages Guild is the idea of, um, there being a single organization in Tamriel, even one that's partitioned out into chunks, but a single organization in Tamriel that's effectively responsible for forwarding the entire exploration and development of what they consider to be technology. There's nothing like that in, in the real world. Um, yeah. And it's... Oh, well, I'd, I'd argue Henry Ford. Because well, in, Ford, in America. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, because well, no, Henry... Because, <clears throat> well, Henry Ford's... Um, Assembly line technology revolutionized uh, factory sure. mm-hmm. factory work, and yeah. that and that was yeah. a global advancement. So and it, yeah. was, I mean, it was. It's, it's not nearly on the same scale. Sure, but that's the closest comparison I can think of. Off the yeah, time. although it, I make the comparison there that it's <clears throat> not the Mages Guild as such, but the Mages Guild's framework, like the equivalent of the assembly line, as far as I'm concerned, is the schools of magic. Right. Yeah. Because sure. because. Yeah, um, uh, well, I mean, the, you can make an argument. There's, there's some sources that say that Val- Venus Galarian did it. <clears throat> Um, there's some people that say that Shalador did it. Uh, yeah. um, there's one so- one source that says that it was adapted from something that well, um, some obscure some obscure Dunmurry monastery taught. <laughs> um, yeah, well, like Shadastula or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But well, and, and I mean, it's been I don't know if it's been outright stated, but it's been at least heavily implied that the schools of magic are largely arbitrary. Yes. Yeah. And that because you know a, a spell like Soul Trap can be considered necromancy <laughs> and mysticism <laughs> and uh-huh. what was alteration yeah. an alteration yeah because <laughs> so, it was I mean, a destruction yeah. Mm. yeah yeah i mean it's it's hard to really pin down specifically so i mean when we when we compare that to you know like like the assembly line thing it's it's more a revolution of ideas rather than evolution or a revolution of technology right, right. yeah so it's how we're organizing this magic and the fact that it it changes from time period to time period if we want to take you know game mechanics and design choices into mm-hmm. consideration you know the, the yeah. loss of mysticism i i think mysticism was gone in oblivion yep. right yeah and okay. or yeah i'm pretty sure because i think mike the liar talks about it uh yeah um you know the, the loss of levitation spells and um yeah, you know, certain spells from Oblivion to Skyrim, they they jump into a different category, a different school of magic. I, I, there's one that I remember specifically going, well, wait, but that's an illusion spell. Why is it an alteration spell now? Or, you know, something like that. What are that. you hiding? Yeah, and... Um... Oh. And and that's sort of like... Mm. Uh, uh, that's, that's, the, that's the thing that, that I... I'm very interested in with the Mages Guild is how they're working to forward the progression of technology in Tamriel. And it's not something that we heard a whole lot about, but yeah. there we have definitely heard a great deal about what happens when the Mages Guild retracts magical technology in, in, in yeah. the Elder Scrolls uh, universe. Like, for example, when they take away uh, levitation. Yeah, which, um, I mean, was, was honestly just a, just a, a poorly It was just an written. engine limitation. Well, yes. well, and and it was it was a you know it, it feels to me like a half-assed explanation for oh well let's just you know we'll just explain why it's not there. With, I think you know some I think law possibly, that 
I think possibly a better one that um, that's kind of in the same mold, but better done is the whole stuff about soul trapping. Yeah. Um, yes. That yeah. because yeah. And- because the Mage's Guild alters what is possible to do with souls by teaching only specific spells, and because they have that reach into all of the various corners of the globe, they can the globe. Well, Tamriel probably is a globe, um, and Mon- or Nern probably is a globe, but um, it's. Um, but because they can just spread their teachings far and wide, it means that you do need to go to that extra effort to get black soul gems and so on to make sure that um, you can um, entrap, soul, entrap mortal souls properly. Whereas in ESO, you can quite happily trap anything soul that moves because mm-hmm. that codification hasn't arrived yet and you're still using the older, more powerful versions of soul trap magic, yeah. which well, makes and- me think that those sorts of spells also would exist somewhere else in the more kind of isolated corners i mean if you can get um if you can get kind of the geriatric 700 year old um telvani mage to tell you precisely how to cast the more powerful stuff you could probably do it yeah um but um you could probably do it but then again how likely how likely is that and so um and there there is that and kind of getting any kind of movement or organization to oppose the mages guild is very unlikely frankly because um because by 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 the point by the time that the mages guild sort of um sort of happens um at the time the mages guild happens there's the sigic order who are frankly disinterested in the whole idea of what's going on on dirty dirty tamriel um (laughs) then and then you've just got the isolated kind of pockets of magical practice that are sort that's sort of happening i mean I mean, I suppose at, at that point you've probably still got some bers- um, some Bersabic aliens, perhaps practicing their tradition, and they're already fading out. Yeah. And you've got House Tel- you've got House Telvani, um, mm-hmm. and you've got yeah, whatever what whatever wild magic comes this, out of High Rock. Are, are, are we talking about other types of magic or just institutions of magic? Yeah, other institutions. institutions. Well, yeah, yeah, College of Sapiarchs. Yeah. I don't know if Gwylam University counts because they're almost more like scholarly, like, hey, here's a paper yeah. on cagouti mating habits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which was actually yeah, well, a thing is, in Morrowind, by the way. Well, is there a difference in Tamriel? Is is there a difference between advancing I, the natural uh, world and I magical? Do not, I do not have the gumption to appropriately answer that question. I, I, I don't... Um, I, I personally don't think so because you look at... Um, you look at someone like Descartes who was talking in the 1600s he did philosophy he did mathematics he did i don't know whether he did um whether he did physics necessarily you he do then alchemy. At, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um newton did more alchemy than he did physics okay um and so, ca- counterpoint yep. someone like sigmund freud or carl jung mm-hmm. studying you know how the mind works would that necessarily bring in magic if we're talking for about young, yeah. so, so it's sociological choices, you know, how, how do yeah. people work? Not necessarily how they, um, you know, interact in terms of like, you know, the, the, the web of life or whatever, which could definitely be a supernatural, you know, magical mm-hmm. thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, person A stubs his toe. How does person B react? Like mm-hmm. that, that's pretty mm-hmm. mundane. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I, I'm, I hate to be flippant, but I do have to bring up the fact that, like, while Jung was interested in alchemy, he was interested in alchemy during the later half of his life. 
And also, he'd done a lot of cocaine at that point. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, to make it slightly less flippant, I would say that um, ma- the m- magic in the Mages Guild is more is more about the world as a whole, and people are yeah. treated as a part of the world yeah. rather mm-hmm. than the Whereas, separate objects that psycho psychoanalysis and psychology tend to treat them as. Yeah, yeah. which which is why you know which is why I, I posit the question about <clears throat> Guilam University because I don't yeah. know that they're specifically a magic institution. They're a mm-hmm. scholarly institution that may include some. Oh, hey these kinds of spells do this thing that's you know maybe yeah. that's something they would study but that's not the end goal that's right? true it's it's oh well let's let's mm. take a look at these rocks and what can these rocks tell us and how did these runes get here and you know let's let's do anthropology with the bar barcebic aliens and you know i mean even um we know there are map making guilds in tamriel um true yeah, you know, and and so I mean, you could call those scholarly. Um, we know that archaeology is a thing, uh, especially when we get to um, you know the um, in in solitude in you know, mm-hmm. um, you know what I'm talking about that. Well, the, in the ESO, treasure, you're treasure uncovering hunting. you're uncovering oh the, digs the in ESO, yeah. Well, uh, well the, the, the the synod is the imperial replacement for the uh, the, the mages guild. The synod After, or the synod? Or, but I would say the depends synod, which side of the Atlantic you're on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Know. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I, I'm I'm in you know the Pacific Northwest, and we speak with a very flat, uh, yeah. straightforward accent. Um, yeah, a so normal accent. Damn it. Normal. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is? What is? We normal? speak proper English um, here. Right. <clears throat> well, fun fact: a lot of uh, p- potential uh, newscasters, people who are trying to get into on-air newscasting, they mm-hmm. come and they hang out around here to pick up on our accent. It's considered so region they, neutral. No. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, you anyway. are not a region officially. Oh no. Well, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> wow, right off the rails there. Oh. Um, is, is, is anyone doing bingo right now? Because I'm surprised nobody's like, gotten one yet. We've I'm hit just, everything. I'm just, I'm just gonna drop that <clears> there. Thanks, yeah. thanks, bub. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, when the uh, in the case of uh, in the case of uh, shit, no, we were onto something. We were talking about different uh, different organizations that yeah, may yes, have that are sort of controlling or or at least uh, forwarding the use of magic and such. Mm-hmm. Did we- did There's also the sh- a lot of what I guess you would call hedge mages of just, yes. you know, yeah. un- unofficial, like, you know, non-licensed, <laughs> um, un- unlicensed practitioners uh, of of what the mages guild would consider to be their purview. But these what you would, I guess you would call them hedge wizards would violently disagree with that. Um, yeah. And the stud and it's and, and I'm I'm really glad that um, you guys brought off the brought up that idea that um, uh uh, because uh, 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 that, that you guys brought up the idea of isn't studying magic really just studying the world around you? Because it's something that I, I have a tendency to lose track of as well. Is that if you if a person in Tamriel gets interested in any way with learning about their reality, they're going to get into mm-hmm. magical study. It's almost yeah. impossible to not. Um, so. In that respect, probably the biggest defense you could make of um, of Vanus Galarian is that he of Vanus Galarian is that he was allowing people to learn more about the world around them. 
Um, yeah, which I mean, and, and which I is can a good only, thing. I can uh, I can only respect that endeavor because that's, yeah. Hmm. I'm, well, I'm a teacher. Well, it's what I'm about. So well, let, let me say it. it's work. It's working out well for us here in the real world. Yeah. But I can. Yeah. I think you could definitely make the argument that it would not work out well for everybody in Tamriel. Um, I think, no. yeah, because because reality is quite so pliable in Tamriel yeah. is the thing. And very subjective. The, sorry. And very subjective. Yes. Because all yeah, it takes uh, is a really solid argument to make you vanish out of out of uh, existence. Yes. So. Uh, um, so but, studying it too much can, in fact, be extremely, extremely hazardous. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, oh, there's, um, if you, and because you think about the kind of the, the kind of premises of several of the schools, they almost have, mm -hmm. even if you get into how the schools work, they almost have entirely contradictory ways of, um, yep. ways of working. Because mm -hmm. um, studying alteration magic, um, you, you <laughs> treat, you, you, you just get rid of the idea that reality is a thing. Um, according to one of one of the books, which is literally literally yeah, reality I, I, and other falsehoods. Yeah, um, yeah that's the one. That's and the one. That's a good book. Then, then you get into the idea of of mysticism in particular. I mean, the the way the Sigics practice it, it's kind of like the idea is you're transforming yourself, or it's mm -hmm. to do with your states of mind and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. And they they almost seem incompatible in for for what sort of an impact they're having on the world. Mm -hmm. um, because if you're trying to just persuade the world to be a particular way, you're you're thinking that there is a world outside of you. Whereas mysticism is almost solipsism. It's kind of I can convince myself to be in such a way, therefore I will produce effect in the world. It's kind of yeah. a, a, totally. a, a, a mini realization of the whole kind mm -hmm. of I and the world are the same thing. Yeah. Um, well, but totally that's their goal. Not, remember, totally not a serious connection. But mm -hmm. the cave in regards to Snowthroat. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. It reminds me of oh, okay. what you were what you yeah. were saying. Like, well, it's the idea yep. of when you change yourself, you change the world, and the idea of yeah. Um, yeah. of of the the attainment of of Chim in in general, which is you know, I mean, that's it. It, it always struck me as a little bit odd that, that was what the that they decided to make the make mysticism the the um, the school of magic that they were that the Sigic Order was studying. If the Sigic Order was focused with. Um, the Sige and you know the the yeah. origin of uh, of the universe, and, like et time travel and teleportation and yeah, mind and, reading and that kind of thing. But the but the more I think about it, the more sense it makes, considering the fact that mysticism was the closest school to the traditional sort of um, what you I guess you would call the new agey concept of um, of magicians in the real world. Yeah, here, man, take this crystal. Yeah, your, your erectile dysfunction. Um, yeah. Well, but I mean, okay. So actually, this is <laughs> actually let's let's back up. In mm -hmm. in what, what what I guess you call modern esoteric magic, the definition of a mage, according to um, a, a lot of stuff that I've read, is it's a it's a person uh, tasked with guiding other people through um, the realm of. The mystical or the realm of spirits and that kind of stuff so like you so, know the, the the stereotypical shaman who uh, uh, comes with you on your you know spirit journey and then talks you through the process and etc that would that person fulfills the role of a mage so basically it's a hogwarts teacher <clears throat> a mage. Uh, well it's the same thing except hogwarts yeah. is much yeah. more of a, a westernized you know uh, oh, yeah. scholarly yeah. approach to the uh, to the idea of a, of a mage but yeah, it's, it's a, a it's a person actually. who guides you the development of your soul is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. 
Yeah, so priest definitely <clears throat> makes sense. Yeah, and kind of mediates between <clears throat> the between the divine and and the yeah. and the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. So it's, it's like, a, like, a, like a middle ground. Yeah, a, ho- yeah. a holy solely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Which, uh, in but in the, in that respect. Uh, mysticism does make more sense as the yeah. uh, organization that w- or as the as the school that would deal with that. So, what do you think would be the personality of a of uh, the average mage in, say, the school of alteration? Uh, someone who is, I just I can almost imagine someone who is very very angry and or, or, almost a kind of a physics social justice warrior. Really. Yeah, kind of. I want the world to be yeah. this way because it should uh, work this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. The sort, correction sort, of flaws sort of and what, yeah. What about yeah. what about a, a potentially lazy person? Like I'm not going to build a house. I'm just going. There it is. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's. I, I, w- I was thinking something along the lines of you know, okay, it's great, but it could be better. You know, or it could be different. This is this it's is the, brilliant. This is brilliant, but I like this. But I like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it's it's kind of the the idea of uh, a, a mage who's really interested in fixing things. Uh, if you know, if it ain't broke, fix it until it's broke. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I saw I saw a TikTok about that recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just shitty life hacks. Someone like broke a tile. First step in to understanding the world and one step. Yeah. And then, then they filled it with ramen and then put the piece of the tile back in, and we're like, yeah. It wasn't broke, so they fixed it anyway using Roman. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was. I, yeah. I. I closed it after that. I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not baked enough for this. This is. Yeah. This is clearly very silly, and I don't need to watch it. I've seen the same video. Yeah. <laughs> um. And that's, uh, uh, but, um, I mean, restoration magic isn't a legitimate school of magic, so we're not going to talk about that. And then, uh. Um, what are we going to, what, how, okay. So this is what I really want to know. What the hell is going, what the hell kind of person does the school of destruction attract? Because pyro, pyro fiends can't possibly be the only people getting involved here. Well, I mean, in Skyrim, we have, there's, there's, uh, you know, ice mages and, and shock mages and whatever. I mean, usually they're mm-hmm. enemies that, that mm. just kind of come out of the woodwork and like, oh, you shouldn't have come here. Yeah. I um, should have come here. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's yeah, like, yeah. right. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. that's just a general like you know. Yeah, that's more just diversification of mm. of you know enemy mobs. Like it's it's not really anything. But Sith lords. Um, mm. <laughs> there is uh, a book that that kind of goes into this. Um, the the, mm-hmm. res, the response to Barrow's speech. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. I I can't actually remember any of the arguments in the text, which is why I'm frantically frantically looking. Well, there's that. also the Art of War Magic by Zurin Arctus too. That's true. Which talks a lot about destruction. So I mean, maybe military, you know, like battle mages, and you know, I can imagine there being like a monk somewhere who learns mm-hmm. destruction magic so that he knows not or how not to destroy the world around him or mm-hmm. something like. Some mm-hmm. Or to of, understand transformation or something. Uh, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, something, yeah. something like that. You know, like a like a uh, a priest of of Azura or something. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, aspects mm-hmm. of change and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this dirt and I'm gonna. Now it's dust. Look yeah. at mm-hmm. that. Or someone yeah, well. who is really interested in the weather. Mm. Which, which oh, yeah. we do know, we do know oh. that Kinnereth people who yeah. worship uh, certain people who worship Kinnereth or or somehow channel through Kinnereth um, are able mm-hmm. to change the weather. There's a character in ESO that we meet. I think it was a it was a holiday event. I want to say it was like New Year's. 
um, New Year's festival or New Life festival thing. Or maybe mm-hmm. maybe it was a maybe it was a a, a, pro, a prologue repeatable quest, but you had to go like up into Skyrim and talk to this this hermit lady who was like creating snowstorms. Also, mm-hmm. the Ice Reach Coven they also changed the weather too. Yep, and but there's also there's also the argument that you can have sort of the tactical side of things as well. The kind of the mili- again the military mindset. You've got destruction magic as yeah. Um, as 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 military technology, but if you want to develop that, you also as as well as the as the jarheads who fire the guns, you also need the guys in the labs testing stuff. But um, kind of um, you've also got to have the Manhattan Project. Yeah. So yeah, one well, and then and then also like the, I mean the film isn't in the same realm of magic. I would no. I wouldn't Uh-oh. say it's that's it's, headcanon. It's, never mind. <laughs> um, but. You know, I mean, like the the graybeards specifically. Like we know that they can change the weather because the shout in Skyrim exists. You can clear weather. You can call a storm. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, like the graybeards specifically have like a really good defensive position. Mm-hmm. They're on top of a mountain with one pass up. Yeah, and they but, can control the weather. So. But that's <laughs> that's not a reason to study the thoom, though. I was kind of going. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Using no. the weather as an example of okay, if you're really interested in the weather, you will learn how to manipulate things sure. like temperature. Yeah, yeah. And I stuff. Was, I was means you can start firing about, ice bolts because yeah. you can manipulate temperature that tightly. I was I was that's, mostly talking about yeah. potential uses of weather-based mm, magic. So that's but, that's yeah. where I was going. But is changing the weather a, 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 a destruction or is it alteration? Um, this is why these schools are so fuzzy. Yes. yes, because it could be either. If we're focused on the lightning that's coming down, then yeah, okay, that's destruction. But if but, we're you know creating you know cloud formations in the sky it's alteration but i mean is 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 uh is restoration magic what where's the line where do you draw the line between restoration and necromancy you know i mean it's the same thing um, it's it, it, re- they, they can get very fuzzy you know yeah yeah yes. re- re- reviving from the dead basically and who gets or to define revi- that? revising necro- revi- reviving necromantic material Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. If your leg and is well, rotting I, off and then you bring it back to life, just a late healer. That's yeah, just all just showed up late, yeah. bro. Just yeah. it's a, it's yeah. not oh, my fault. It's the you're dead now. I fixed it. You're, yeah, you're, but the thing the thing about this what's again, the difference between necromancy now, and restoration? Timing. Okay, right, and I'm now sorry. we're <laughs> getting into the whole kind of idea of kind of Foucauldian analysis of who gets to define what as what, right. um, because the because the dip because um because. Restoration is not necromancy because the Mage's Guild says it is. Mm-hmm. Alteration and destruction are different because the Mage's Guild says it is. Right. They're, they're a powerful enough institution to start defining the terms of, through which people understand things. And as, um, we, so, as and, we discussed in, the, in a previous episode, people who define things with a hammer are the people who determine what reality is. Yeah. So. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one, and I'm glad we kind of circled back to the schools of magic because I wanted to, uh, an idea I had earlier, but it wasn't relevant until now. Um, was uh, I wanted to compare the schools of magic to different scholarly styles mm-hmm. of like essay writing. So mm-hmm. you know, there's there's MLA. That's I don't remember what it stands for, but that's like the general like if you're ever in like an English department, MLA is what you will use. If you're doing history, you would use Chicago style. Mm-hmm. If you're in journalism, you'll use Associated Press style. If you're going into teaching, like I am, you do. APA style, it's American Psychological Association yep. style. And so 
and so in my schooling, I've done all four, and they're fucking complicated to remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and the only, the only one right, the yeah, only one that's actually correct is APA. So you know. <laughs> so well, see, AP doesn't use an Oxford comma, which fucking bothers me. And it's, so, that shit should be illegal. I swear to God, they're going to be the yeah, first up against yeah. the wall when the revolution comes. Yeah, yeah. So which, which is why when I when I was making the the Telmore Independent Press, I said, okay, I'm going to follow AP style except the Oxford comma. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to include Oxford commas. AP be damned. Um, but oh uh, yeah, yeah. Or or, or like <clears throat> programming languages. I mean, some just become so ubiquitous and so <clears throat> common that they're just kind of accepted, <clears throat> and this is the standard that everyone uses just because everyone uses it. Um, Fucking JavaScript. And so, and so like, so like uh, the, the major skill definitions of the schools could be that thing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's just the standard because maybe they were the first or, or, you know, they have a really solid approach to it and it, it works. So why fix it? They have an institution thing. behind them, whereas the Ashland are wise women and the yeah, and the, the high the, rock and the high rock yeah, hedge, the, the reach, hedge the wizard reach urchins folk. playing in yeah. the streak don't you know the the, 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 the wise the wise men and women <clears throat> of Skyrim and yeah. the, the the reach magic which we know is more complicated than than you know we've seen before at least in um, you know the last year's uh, extended story uh, in ESL. Yeah, um, and it basically comes down to different views of reality, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which is um, the, 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 the um, so you accept some or all of the schools of magic. You're buying into a particular framework about how Tamriel works, mm-hmm. um, and you're kind of doing your bits to make sure that that um, to make sure that that worldview is replicated. Um, I'm quite curious. Oh, to see what you got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Nightbot got mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. but, you know, I'm, I'm, I I'm, six I, I'm kind of, um, I, I'm kind of, I, I'd be interested to see what happens in the Elder Scrolls Six when there's, well, I, I, sh- I should have been interested to see what happened in the Elder Scrolls Five if they actually did this evolution properly, mm-hmm. because um, it's been. It's been about a century and a half since the Mages Guild was dissolved, and or however long it actually was after the Oblivion Crisis that the Mages Guild got dissolved. I don't know if we know a date, do we? Um, and after the Oblivion Crisis, thanks US- yeah. USP. After the Oblivion Crisis, as much as but once that yeah. framework breaks down, you have room for different interpretations to kind of come up and kind of bubble to the surface. Where <clears> now, <throat> now that the dominant paradigm is gone. Um, you should have alternative frameworks for understanding how magic works um, comes up now that the Mages Guild is no longer about to enforce um, to enforce their view. And that's going to make it interesting because uh, <laughs> Christ only knows what we're going to end up with with TES 6. <laughs> but uh, yep. um, without the Mages Guild around... Um, uh, yeah, I, I think that'll create some kind of Either, either some kind of imperial power vacuum, and the Senate will take his place. Because I mean, we had the College of Winterhold, exactly. Which, which I mean, that was kind of a. Oh, I feel like that was a bit of a placeholder. I don't know how much we had heard about the College of Winterhold prior to Skyrim. I don't think we had. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know how much of that was a was a thing in previous games. 
Um, yeah, and a, about the only meaningful <laughs> difference was that the College of Winterhold was not as fussed about necromancy as the Mages Guild was. Yeah, that, that yeah. was the o that was the only real flavor difference I picked up on. <laughs> And yeah, if I'm going to be a pessimist, then I would say that that's probably what we're going to end up with in TES 6 is some kind of regional equivalency or something like that. I mean, yeah, these are Red Guard yeah. we're talking about, and of they're course, not really crazy about magic. So, Of course, know. the same thing happened to the Fighters <clears throat> Guild in Skyrim, too. The Fighters Guild wasn't <laughs> around, so we have the Companions instead as a replacement. Right. Mm. Um, but, or, or sorry, the, the, uh, the Dog Pound as a replacement. The Dog um, Pound! All right. Sorry. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> let the dogs out. <clears throat> and uh, and industry specialists are saying that Starfield is coming this year. Mm, okay, probably not. Uh, look, I'm all for it. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I feel As like an industry specialist. We say a lot. I, I would like to say. Um. Uh. I, I would like to see footage for Starfield. Yeah. Before yeah. I start listening to Man, people tell I mean, me when it's going to come out. I feel like we have more information if we're going to come out this year. It's yeah. already almost May, like I don't know, we're almost maybe halfway not. through the year. I don't know. The, um, that's actually a good question. If it's going to come out this year, it's going to come out in November, <clears throat> which means you're going to want six months of. I'm sorry for derailing again, but <laughs> why stop now? Um, oh, well, if, I mean, uh, <clears throat> if, uh, if it's coming out in November, you want at least a six month run up. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon already uh, announced True. Their new games for, for this year. So would it have um, to be soon if they're going to announce it for this year? They're going to they're going to start dropping yeah. little like teasers and stuff, little yeah. you know well, non gameplay trailers every uh, every so often, pretty when's, soon. When, when's QuickCon? Uh, um, it uh, should have happened already. Uh, well, I um, guess with I know, COVID, it's, things are fucking weird. Yeah, right? that's I, exactly I know what there I was were plans yeah, afoot to have had it like, already, like three yeah. weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like like QuickCon on E three and those kinds of things. That's really where those announcements really yeah. happen right yeah. microsoft acquisition who could change things significantly might even not be in, in big gospel and when starfield has to come out first true owain very very true and that actually had dawned point. on me when i heard that they got bought which was what? uh that uh, helmet which was that uh it's entirely possible that they uh that microsoft might say you know i don't know why you're not making skyrim 2 lol and then all of a sudden you know todd howard's gonna get his pet project taken away from him and we're gonna have to end up getting you know he's going to have to get tasked with putting out um, TES six. Mm -hmm. Would not would not shock me. Would not shock me because the first thing I would have done if I was Microsoft after buying Bethesda what I, was I would have been like we can get you some more fucking Elder Scrolls shit out there because that Skyrim sold like nobody business. Yeah, so, and it's been ten years. It's been eighty four years. Almost. It's been nine years and like six months. And uh, um, next week, actually, Morrowind is going to be what. 19? Is it? 20? It's, it's older than that. That was, it came out in 2002. Yeah. So it'd be 19. 19. Yeah. Oh, okay. 19. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Mage's Guild. Um, and actually, <laughs> to, to try and, and ease ourselves back onto the subject, um, what, what do you think the uh, Mage's Guild would be like in, uh, in Hammerfell? Which is where TSX is happening. I think it would be more of it would it would be more like a small business because mm -hmm. of Red Guard ideas of magic in the first place. Like mm -hmm. yeah, societally, they're usually pretty mistrustful of it. Yeah, 
They'd be, but, it'd be eighty percent PR. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, you think? I feel like uh, I feel like there'd programs. be, you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe it would it would be it would try to tout itself as some kind of superior, you know, institution like you know, oh Harvard University, like like you know, it would it would try and spin itself to be an, in a lofty position, um, and. Yeah, I, I I kind of imagine people in like Sentinel or something. They go and they buy shitty enchanted items in bulk, and then like like what Calabanana said, I vote regional wizards peddling wares while parents glare at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm. I uh, I imagine someone going buying you know a bunch of enchanted items in bulk from the Mages Guild, and then turning around and selling them at a markup like mm-hmm. near the near the pier or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh hey, hey, right I, got for, <laughs> I got an amulet for an amulet for your indigestion, and, mm-hmm. and here's a you know this will make your feet stop stinking. I've and, got yeah. a magic stone that'll solve that problem for you, stranger. Yeah, like, 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 yeah. I, like I kind of feel like. Did you ever see that show? I think it was on Netflix for a minute. It's um um oh god, House of Cards. No, Jonathan Strange and Doctor Moreau, or something like that, or Doctor Deadpool Two. Uh, no, no, <laughs> it's it's it was it was this Full Metal uh, Alchemist. No, it, it, so it it approached magic in a way that magic was like this dirty thing, like upstanding people don't deal with it. Okay, and Mister Mister Norrell. Yes, Doctor Norrell. Doctor Norrell. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. I read that book. Yeah, it was it was excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I my only introduction was the show, and I watched a, a few episodes, and I got bored. But mm-hmm. I really liked how they approached magic as a as a stigma. Uh, stick with was, it. Uh, it, it, it. Get it, write it out until the end. The ending is very okay. good. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Although the ending, I have yeah, to say, makes a yeah. it, it, the ending makes more sense if you're reading a book. And I don't want to yeah. say any more than that because I'll spoil it. Yeah, but it's, but it's you know like like Victorian. Mm-hmm. England <clears throat> and and you've got you know grubby guys trying to sell talismans and things and like ew gross no get away from me but you know practical magic is thought of as you know hokey and and mm. silly and uh, taking that as a thing because magic obviously works in Tamriel I can kind of yeah. almost imagine um, kind of like one so the equivalent the kind of equivalent of the of the forebears war ministry kind of having back um, kind <laughs> yeah. of having so, kind of having backroom talks with the Majors Guild to, yeah. to kind of leverage what they can yeah. while, 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 he's, he's while the, simultaneously keeping yeah. magic out of the general population. Yeah, and e- the, yeah. either that, either that, or really cool. leaning into it as mm-hmm. magic as a big advantage against the crowns. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't see oh, it like that in a, too much, like a like an under the table kind of thing. That like like they're buying chemical warfare or something. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I kind of, no, I, I, I really I, like the idea of the Mages Guild being kind of like a foreign power that's like steadily yeah. starting to influence things in Hammerfell. Almost, almost like a like an East India Company, although, yeah. although East Empire Company has that. They have they have all these meetings with these met with the with the, the high end members of like the society of whatever in in uh in in and in, in, in Hammerfell, and then like there's this one guy who starts showing up to meetings. And nobody recognizes him, but the chairman's like, "No, he has to be here." 
<laughs> and it turns out he's a representative from the Mages Guild, and they're like, "What? Yeah, you know." Yeah. No, I, I yeah, I can see. I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> they, they, mind you, they have been used as sort of power play stuff before. I mean, where the, where they haven't been powerful, because um, where we've um, when it was first founded, and um, the Mages Guild was. Um, was was used um was you apparently if if you read this one source that is very very anti Relista twelfth, um it's that it's um the Mages Guild was used by Relista twelfth to kind of drive a wedge between um the aristocracy and the common folk and just trying to dr- being used as a pl- as a piece in Relista's political game, yeah. basically. Um so I can imagine that um so I can imagine that that um that in places like Hammerfell and potentially black potentially black marsh <clears throat> as well, um they would also they would be used in that way, um yeah. that um that they they would um they they they're not a player that um they're something that is used by people to achieve certain ends is basically my own thought because they were they were started that way and they really took advantage of it so yeah. if they're Machiavellian enough then yeah they'll roll over and do what <laughs> they need to do. Yeah. Well, you can I, also. I, 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 I do really like the idea of the Mages Guild being this, like like Chris said, a, a foreign power that kind of comes mm-hmm. in and, and, and it's a little more shady and maybe it almost takes on a more antagonistic role, but it's like a necessary evil. So yeah. mm. like that would add a lot of depth, I think, to the Mages Guild. Although, I mean, this is ignoring the fact that the Mages Guild, as we know it, was disbanded before the events of Skyrim. Right. And 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 assuming that test 6 happens after Skyrim, which it probably will. Um Safe you know, bet. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe maybe there'd be some Mages Guild revival and you know, it lost its true purpose. Yeah. Kind of like how the Dark Brotherhood did in Skyrim. Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like like that like they lost their original purpose, which was to disseminate magic and make it available to the masses. And now it's like you know, going back on on that initial goal, like I could I could see that being a thing, and I'd be totally into that because you could do you know yeah. like intrigue and and yeah. um you know you could do a lot of fun writing things. Well, I'm I'm that. all for people figuring out how to make Elder Scrolls games into like you know stealth like intrigue infiltration yeah. heist games, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Instead or at least of just include. Hack and slash. Uh, yeah, at least include <clears throat> the ability to do those things, even yeah. if it's not the whole focus. Like, just, <clears throat> you know, like sometimes I really like to get on and, and do Thieves Guild or Dark Brotherhood daily quests in ESO because those are fun. Like, I like to be able to sneak around and, oh, there's my target. I'm going to go kill him. And, oh, I got to do this other job. I got to do that. Oh, now that the overseer's coming, I got to get out quick. Like, oh, I like that kind of thing. That's, yeah, yeah, you'll fun. need to be a stealth archer. Yeah. But true, yeah, necromancy will still be definitely ruled out. Um, that's definitely not something that well, especially, um, especially guards are interested in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could, no, al- I could almost see a kind of a dark side quest line happening in that in that sort of case. That mm. that um, if you want to be a necromancer, it has to be as part of a specific organization that you have a story to play through. Um, otherwise, you will just get slapped. Yeah, and I'd li- uh, I'd like to I'd like them to not let us become the head of every organization. Oh, I I missed that from from Morrowind, where they where they basically were just outright. Look, if you want to do the the Mages Guild, you're not you're not going to be able to get into the fight in to, to run the Fighters Guild. It's just not yeah, going to happen. Yeah, well, yeah. well, even you know, if if we add 
if we like like I'm part of it. Um, yeah. If if they if they add some kind of you know make it less a hierarchy and and more a collective kind of thing. Like you don't become the archmage, you just become an incredibly potent political entity within the guild. It, you know, mm-hmm. I say like, like I mean that's it's it's kind of a subtle distinction, but. Mm-hmm. I think I think that would be a lot of fun because then it's not like oh yeah I'm the archmage of the mages guild and I'm the champion of the fighters guild and it you know would, I'm I'm this that and the yeah. other thing like make a little more interesting than just it would make more about. sense but then again the organizational titles make things easier for achievement hunters well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but but I mean it's easy to to do that without um without giving us too much, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. the, the, the idea that, I mean, it, it would serve to expand the world behind the guild, right? Yeah. Because mm. in, in, in Morrowind, in Oblivion, in Skyrim, we complete a, a guild quest line. We are the head of that guild, mm-hmm. at least regionally. Well, let's, let's talk about the, you know, more globally, like, you're you may be the head in this area. I mean, like when Caius Cassades fucks off from Vardenfell and says, "By the way, you're the leader of the Blades in Vardenfell now." Yeah, <laughs> like he doesn't say, "Yeah, you're the leader of the Blades. You're the Emperor's personal protector." Like whatever. Like that. That just isn't thing. There's stuff going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. that makes the world seem bigger. And that stuff is that you know, Caius has a little bit of a sugar nose problem, and he's <laughs> yeah. And they're made him go to rehab. (laughs) I I like to think he was called back for um, uh, handling the the Mythic Dawn. uh, Well, uh, we'll uh, see how that worked out. (laughs) As opposed to the Skooma's Anonymous meeting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, But I think that... uh, I I think that the... uh, Whatever we end up with with the Mages Guild in, um, in Hammerfell... Um, it's gonna it's gonna be an uphill battle <laughs> with the locals. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Or there's just an, a totally different tradition, but we I suppose we've already talked about that. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I don't even know. Is there even a Red Guard equivalent in the Mages Guild? Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I can't really think of one. Not they were really not crazy, but I mean, they're less crazy about it than the Nords. And Nords, at the very yeah. least, could point back to Shalador as being like a big deal. Yeah. I mean. I, at yep. most, I could think maybe some kind of religious order that like dabbles in magic. So maybe mm. magic as a form of worship kind of thing. Uh, I could. Uh, like, I would not like, be at yeah, all surprised. I wouldn't be at all surprised to find us in a quest where we're working for the local librarians of like you know the Rahad yeah. uh, library or something like that, and then they're just like, mm-hmm. uh, "Well, you've done all you've done all these FedEx quests, and so now we're going to trust <laughs> you with the big secret, which is we're actually the mages." And then you know, oh, yeah, yeah, and it turns yeah, into could, underground magic practice. And oh, the red, guard, yeah, Azra Knight, uh, Knight Wielder is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Red Guards do have him, so That's shadow true. magic could be a thing. Also, mm-hmm. we've got, I mean, I know that the practice is relatively extinct, but the the uh, the sword singers, the the Anse. Well, that, uh, but, that'll, but that'll, that'll be coming back for TES six. I mean, how could they not? Uh, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of my expectation that you know our mm. character is going to develop a, a Shahai and be like the first in a long time to do that, and you know, it's something along those lines. Um, or maybe the bad guy will have a Shahai. I think it should be Uriel the Uriel the fifth 
who circled <laughs> around Nern, learned the Shahai from, from Yokuda before it sank, and then showed mm. up the camera. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Just no, just reuse the the, the thrown out uh, writing from Skyrim. Uh, I'm that, all for that it. Would be quite yeah. a stretch, but anyway. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think I think that'd be mm. cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a a, a tabletop uh, campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where Uriel the Fifth comes yeah. comes back around, he's like, "Okay, bitches, where's my throne?" And he's got dragons and sassy bodyguards, and he knows uh, sword singing. Yep. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. Oh dear. Yeah. So um, next on the list, I think we're doing the Thieves Guild. But the only other thing I have to say about the Mages Guild oh, is yes. the Order of the Lamp. If there's anything we can kind of dig into for that, uh, I don't know shit about I that. Wanna, no. Yeah, the Order of the Lamp. I don't like mm. it. It's only I know, come up in a few places. I know the twin lamps. They like the no. way of freedom. It's ba- ba- basic, basically <laughs> because the mages' guilds were situated in the middle of towns, they had to kind of hire security to keep themselves safe. Whereas if the, the contrast is done with, with the Sigics is that if, if, if Arteum was ever under a threat, they just become insubstantial and just drift off Tamriel. Yeah. Yeah, um, whereas which, which mate, I like to think they're hiding inside the serpent constellation, but that's just me. Eh. Mm. But the, the the mages guild can't do that. They had to hire guards. Is the words from the book yeah. for the origins of the mages guild? Um, so and then mercenaries didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because money doesn't buy loyalty, and so the, the the order of the lamp gets formed to kind of support that. But I don't know if we know anything else about. I don't them. think we do. Um, it's like, literally just. Although quite how they could do that, because knightly orders are a high rock thing, uh, which which I mean, given given I um, you know, I mean, knightly orders are also a thing in Cyrodiil too. Mm, um, I suppose. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, as uh, in Oblivion, we we talked to a guy. He's like a knight of the rose or something like that. Okay. Uh, and we have to help help him like avenge his knightly order or help put his order back together. Or you know you uh, you son of a bitch I'm in kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I d- I don't remember the exact. I mean it's been years since I put substantial time into Oblivion. Um, that's that's but, fair enough. But yeah, so the, the the order of the lamp kind of had to be a thing for security purposes. So yeah, that's um so that the mages guild do have a substantial kind of non magical investment. Um, somewhere else, so you, you have to kind of pay. You kind of have to train up the security guards, sort of thing. What if so, in Test Six they combine a crime syndicate with a magic guild? Because we have to do it under the cover of darkness because everyone hates magic. So that's like, actually freaking excellent. That like that the mages guild are so desperate idea. to continue operating that they have to get in with the thieves guild. Yeah. Yeah, and then so like then, so then the two are kind of like in cahoots. Oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, I would really. I, I, I personally, I just really enjoy the idea of having to sneak around, like, and, and like break into yeah. somebody's like house or something like that, so that you can like cast a cure poison spell on somebody. Yeah. You know? Like yeah, do them like, a fucking favor, and <laughs> but you gotta, but you gotta be in here to do it. <laughs> but that, but see, you you break in, and then you like you you cast cure poison, and then he's like, oh my god, my my po- or cure disease, and the guy's like, oh my god, my disease has been cured, and you say, well, I'm not an alcoholic un- anymore. <laughs> unfortunately, it's a temporary spell, and if you want me to keep casting it, you're gonna have to start paying the guild, you know. <laughs> oh, listen wow. up, Todd. Listen yeah. up. Anyway. Um, yeah. So speaking of that, next up, we've, uh, I think we're doing the Thieves Guild next. Yeah. Um, yes. I've got, I'm, I'm moving to Boston 
in at some point Boston. in the next couple of months in Boston. Huh? Um, so at some point or another in the future, we may end up having to miss a week. Yeah, uh, what, fair enough. What, what about the Ventners Guild? <laughs> <laughs> Um, where do um, they park their car? Um, and so, uh, but, uh, but yeah, well, I guess we'll see that, uh, for that. And we'll see you guys for that. You're not hungover anymore. Congratulations. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Until we'll see you then. Point, oh, yeah. If you have any questions, please email us at selectedlawcast. We have no emails. Com. No emails. We did have an email. One. Well, that, well that, that was that Vivek one, right? Yes. Yeah, and it was good, and I completely forgot to cover it, so we'll get it next time for sure. Um, yes, okay, sorry. It was a good question, though. It was, it yes. was a legit good question. Um, yeah. So, and Tordy got bingo, thank Christ. <laughs> Somebody did. Finally. Um, when someone brings up Vivek. <laughs> camera issues? Oh, well, okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, and, um, yeah, okay, and we'll see you guys then. When so, adios, folks. Bye-bye. Catch you later. Does it bye-bye. count? That, okay, bye. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs>